Hello everyone, I'm Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry, and welcome to the Mayor Tom Henry Podcast. This is episode number one, recorded on April 16th, 2018. I appreciate you tuning in for a discussion on all the great initiatives, projects, and programs taking place in Fort Wayne. During each episode, I will share my thoughts on the momentum that we continue to experience in our great city. For today's episode, we'll discuss the City of Fort Wayne's position on the Electric Works Project and our 2018 Neighborhood Infrastructure Improvement Plan. So we're going to start with the City of Fort Wayne's position on the Electric Works Initiative. I think what we probably need to do is to start from the beginning. You know, back in the 1960s and 70s and into the early 1980s, General Electric was a manufacturing facility that employed thousands of our citizens. I mean, literally thousands. Well, in the the early 1980s, unfortunately, the manufacturing in this community, as well as a lot of others, took a real hit. And in a very short period of time, tens of thousands of our citizens lost their jobs throughout the city. And a major component of that, obviously, was the General Electric plant. And as a result, the employment at that facility kept getting smaller and smaller until finally they had to literally close up shop. And we were left with a number of buildings, over a dozen buildings, taking up roughly 30 acres of land just south of the elevation, uh, again, in in kind of south-central Fort Wayne. It consists of about 1.2 million square feet. And to give you some idea of of the amount of space we're talking, uh, Glenbrook Mall is about a million square feet. So that gives you some idea of the challenge that we're going to have in trying to do something with that facility. Now, you know it's sat vacant for about uh, 15 years, a little more than 15 years. And it wasn't until just a couple of years ago that uh, Councilman Paddock, as well as I believe at that time it might have been Councilman Smith, and a few others began to look at the possibility of utilizing the GE buildings and the 30 acres uh, in a way that might be a, a significantly more productive than uh, a lot of buildings sitting there in, uh, in an empty, deteriorating fashion. So they began to talk to a number of uh, people throughout the community as far as possibilities of doing something. Uh, Greater Fort Wayne, which is our kind of our new chamber of commerce, and their director, Eric Doden, thought that they would take it on and try to do something with it. So for the last couple of years, Uh, We've been, or they've been, looking at uh, ways of utilizing uh, those buildings to to turn them into something that uh, truly would be an asset to our community instead of, unfortunately, a detriment to our downtown. And they came up with several developers uh, who kind of joined together. Uh, One was from Boston, one was from Indianapolis, and one from Fort Wayne here. Uh, And those three went together and formed a a company called RTM Ventures. RTM Ventures, that's a development group that you hear about quite often. 
as the individuals who are trying to bring something to those buildings to make them, again, a, a more productive asset to our community. Well, that's who we've been talking to now for quite some time as far as taking a look at, again, at the possibilities that might exist for the GE plant. Now, they renamed the GE plant uh, Electric Works. Electric Works uh, now is the initiative that we're trying to put together. And they also recognize that there might be some real possibilities uh, that uh, either don't exist in Fort Wayne, or if they do, there's possibility for enhancement of those particular clusters. For instance, they were looking at uh, educational possibilities. You know, are, are there school systems out there now who might need to expand? Or are there some new private schools that might take a look uh, at the uh, Electric Works uh, property as maybe a place to put their new school? Uh, what about additional housing needs downtown? Are there enough apartments and, and condominiums and lofts available not only now, but uh, for the future as our downtown grows. Uh, what about office space? Is there enough office space downtown uh, or in our community that might justify them adding some additional office space? Uh, what about health care? Health care right now in Fort Wayne is the largest employment cluster that we have. Is there a need you know, for more? Uh, what about entertainment? Uh, what about hospitality itself? Are there more storefront operations, more restaurants uh, that we could use downtown? So they were looking at all of these areas as possibilities for the Electric Works uh, facility. Now, a million square feet is a lot of square feet to fill up. So what they've done is broken it down into two phases. Phase one is on the west side of Broadway. Phase two was on the east side of Broadway. So right now they're addressing phase one or about 600,000 square feet of that million, million two. So that's what we're talking about today. And what, what they need to do besides search for possible tenants for that building, they also have to take a look at uh, sustainability. You know, just because you bring someone in uh, doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to be able to stay. So the developers and all of those working with the possible tenants need to identify not only would they be a good tenant for today, but also for tomorrow. And who's going to run this whole organization? Who's going to take care of all of that property, all uh, over a dozen buildings and over a million square feet? Well... Under the current arrangement, what they're talking about is making the entire project a private development. So all the money that they're asking the state and the federal government and the city of Fort Wayne and the county of Allen and others to invest, we all need to understand that that's going into a private development. Neither the city of Fort Wayne nor the county of Allen is going to own any part of that 30 acres. It's all going to be private development. So that's one of the things that we have to take consideration too. We're putting a lot of public money into a private development with the understanding that if it does get filled up and we do get tax paying entities in there, 
that eventually it'll come back to us in property tax, income tax, sales tax, and the like. So that's the uh, formula that we're trying to set up now. How much are we? How much public money are we willing to put forward for a private development? And with that in mind, is the finance financing of this initiative itself? Right now, for phase one, which is the west side, we're talking a little over $200 million. I think about $212 million is going to be needed to put that thing in the type of shape that the developers thinks it needs to be in in order to make it an attractive asset to our community. Well, in trying to put that package together, they've gone to the state and federal government and they've got about $100 million of it in income tax credits. And simply what that means is the income that's derived from the investments, there's a tax credit that goes towards that income. And the state and federal government is each willing to put up about $50 million in tax credits. And then uh, after that, you, you're, you're talking to the city and to the county. And what they're asking the city to come up with is $65 million, a portion of that coming from our CIB. And our CIB is a group that uh, oversees our uh, food and beverage taxes. And a portion of it coming from the legacy uh, fund that we have, which is uh, the INM lease for electric utility and money from the county. So what they asked for $65 million from the city, and we've looked at it and trying, we tried to figure out revenue streams that would be the most productive way of, of uh, being able to put in our share of funding. And we've had a number of financial analysis uh, uh, done. We've had accountants look at it. And ultimately what we came up with from the city of Fort Wayne is we can come up with about $50 million over a probably a 20-year period. Now this incidentally matches the $50 million from the state and the $50 million from the federal government. So each of us is willing to put up $50 million. Well, that still leaves a significant portion of need left. So we're asking for the investors themselves, the, the development company to come up with a group of individuals who might put up about $17 million of their own money. And then we're asking for Allen County to put in about $12 million. This way, everybody has some skin in the game, that everybody is involved financially because we think with that type of arrangement, uh, everybody would work harder and harder to make sure it was successful because they want to either get their money back or be able to go back to you, the taxpayers, and others saying, yes, it was a good investment because ultimately we, we will be getting back a significant amount of money. But that's kind of the layout now uh, financially and governance-wise and sustainability-wise. Uh, and uh, the only thing left is to make sure that the developers do bring in good tenants. Uh, you know, the ideal thing would be to, I, I mentioned Glenbrook Mall earlier, the ideal thing would be to come up with uh, 
tenants to equal some of the anchor tenants at Glenbrook. You know, Glenbrook Mall, the way it's set up, they have Macy's on one end and Sears on the other, and they have another uh, area where uh, uh, Penny's is, and they have Carson's over on the side. Those huge stores serve as anchors for all of the other smaller stores to come in. It provides a nice, strong foundation. Well, that would be an ideal situation for GE, too, would be to bring in several tenants who need, you know, 50,000 or 100,000 or even 150,000 square feet because I think that would serve as a strong foundation for smaller businesses to come in, your smaller restaurants and your smaller retails because they would... uh, uh, I think it would raise their comfort level knowing that some of the bigger organizations were willing to invest in it as well. But that's kind of the current situation with the with the GE plant and where the city of Fort Wayne is as far as our uh, commitment to financing, our commitment to trying to make sure that uh, it's, it's a successful uh, venture and uh, to make sure that everybody has a little skin in the game because that way we all would work as hard as possible to make sure it's successful. Okay, what I'd like to do now is to move on to the neighborhood improvements that we're going to be doing in our community. You know, for some time now, we have realized that for years and years our city was never able to invest as much as we wanted to in the infrastructure of our city. And that's primarily because most of the streets and the curbs and the sidewalks and the roads were funded by our share of the state gasoline tax. The gasoline tax that you pay at the pump, all of that goes to the state, and then the state redistributes it to communities based upon uh, you know, the size of the community, both, you know, uh, geographically as well as population and so on. But there's a formula they've come up with, and and we get that's how we got the money to uh, to do all that infrastructure work. Well, unfortunately, it was never enough, uh, and this has been going on for years and years. Uh, we might have you know 12 million dollars worth of needs on a given year and only receive eight or nine million in gasoline tax, which means another three million dollars worth of needs has to be put in a queue, and those neighborhoods that needed it have to wait a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And as not other neighborhood needs uh, come into play, they have to wait longer. This has been going on, as I mentioned, for quite some time. Well, about five years ago or so, uh, my administration, along with the city council, sat down and said, we can't can't keep this up. There's no way that this can continue. So we decided to move some money around, and and the city council passed a little bit more on to you as far as an increase in our local option income tax. And again, this was about five years or so ago. and uh, we got some uh, additional revenue from the state, put all that together, and we were able then to, instead of investing you know, $8 million or $9 million, we put together a package where we were able to invest uh, $25 million on that, in that particular year. And by recognizing all of that, we were able to continue that formula for the next year and the following year, 
and the following year. So in the last four years, we were able to invest $100 million, where normally it might have been 30 or $40 million. So that's, uh, that's quite uh, a, uh, a statement for, for you because you were willing to, to buy into our, uh, our statement that our city just was falling further and further behind and we needed your help to make sure that, it would, uh, that we generated enough revenue to be able to increase the, the work that was needed. And uh, not only were we able to do $100 million over the last four years, but in 2018, uh, again, because of your help, council adjusted the income tax again. Uh, and because of that, we were able to increase our infrastructure work in 2018 to $30 million. So over a five-year period, $130 million, uh, which again normally would have been about $40, $50 million, uh, it's, that's an unbelievable uh, step forward for our community. We're going to be doing a lot of work this summer throughout the, throughout the city, and that doesn't include our state and federal projects. That's just our projects. So the good news is we're going to be doing a tremendous amount of work. Uh, the bad news is it's going to be uh, uh, occurring all over the city in a number of neighborhoods uh, where we are going to be investing in streets and, and roads and sidewalks and curbs and trails. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of detour signs. There's going to be a lot of orange barrows and orange cones all over the city. Uh, we're asking, obviously, that you... Uh, you help us with this as far as patience. Uh, ultimately, it will pay off. Uh, but, you know, when you invest in over, I think there's over 500 different improvement projects, and it's going to be in about 178 of our neighborhoods, which is about half our neighborhoods, uh, that's, uh, that's a tremendous statement, I think, for, for all of us. And something that's really going to be interesting uh, as well this year is we're going to be addressing some of our uh, alley needs. Now the alleys in our community exist primarily in the core of our community and uh, uh, as we moved outside of the core you know alleys were no longer needed but for years uh, they served as a primary means of connectivity between one neighborhood and another. And also, a lot of people's homes at that time were uh, had their garages behind their homes, so they had access to their garages through alleys. That's also where they put all of their trash, uh, the garbage cans and so on, and that's where the collectors came to pick it up. Uh, so a lot of changed, a lot's changed since then, but that's the way it was for years and years. Well, the problem is they built those alleys, mayors did, and they just kind of forgot about them because they were not main corridors, were not main streets, so they just kind of forgot about them. Well, they are still a main source of connectivity between neighborhoods. People still use alleys as far as means of uh, going from one, uh, again, neighborhood to another or one house to another. People still put their garbage back there. They still have garages. So we have a responsibility since we identified alleys as a, uh, as a way to, to hook communities, uh, uh, neighborhoods together and the like that, uh, you know, we have a responsibility. So we're going to be investing in alleys as well. Again, probably for the first time ever 
in our community. So we're going to be uh, uh, literally all over the place. And just to give you a, a little bit by the numbers of what we're going to be doing, uh, in 2018, we're going to be, uh, we're probably going to be doing about 45 miles of asphalt resurfacing, uh, about six miles of concrete. You know, there are a lot of neighborhoods that have concrete streets, and uh, they're really nice looking, but boy, when they break up, it's a, it's a terribly expensive venture. Uh, we're going to be putting in a lot of uh, sidewalks, in fact, about 13 miles of sidewalks and about 15 miles of curbing. Uh, we're going to add another five miles onto our trail system, which just recently passed the 100-mile mark. Uh, I mentioned alleys. I think we're going to be doing about two and a half million, or excuse me, two and a half miles of uh, of alley resurfacing, and we're going to continue with our commitment to ADA ramps, uh, ramps for the handicap. We're going to be doing about 800 of those in 2018. Uh, so we've got a lot of work that's going to be taking place uh, uh, this summer as far as neighborhood improvements because, again, uh, you know, downtown Fort Wayne may be the heart of our city, but uh, neighborhoods are really the backbone, and uh, we need to, need to stay on top of it, that's, that's for sure. Uh, so uh, that's a little bit about our commitment to the Electric Works Initiative and a little bit about what's going on in our neighborhoods as far as our improvements. Well, with that, I think our time is up. So thank you so much for joining us for the Mayor Tom Henry podcast, our very first one. So be sure to tune in next time to hear more about all the exciting happenings in our great city. So until next time, I'm Mayor Tom Henry.